Freeze it. Miami Vice. Feel the Vice Effect. This is episode two of the Vice Effect, and yes. this is uh, uh, episode two of Miami Vice, season one, uh, Heart of Darkness. Yeah, the pastel police are coming for your ass. <laughs> That's gonna be the catchphrase. That'll be our T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, that would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> pastel police are coming for your ass. Yeah, <laughs> only available with either a light blue font on pink shirt or pink font on a light blue shirt. <laughs> to be worn with a white suit coat and white pants only. It should be like a shirt that has the white suit stitched to the shirt, it's like a t-shirt. Ooh. It's already stitched. I have another. Here's another shirt idea too. You could do a uh, a, a muscle shirt, a sleeveless one. It, it has the uh, the gun holster, Tony uh, Crockett's gun holster, screen printed on. Yeah, yeah. Someone would buy that. Don't if you're listening, don't make that, please, because I'm going to try. Thank you. But yes, Heart of Darkness. Um. This is yeah the the second the first I guess it, it was a, a, a two parter so uh, I, I put it as episode three but I think I'm wrong and you're right this is actually episode two going canonically yeah 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 exactly I forgot yeah I forgot we talked about the the first episode being done in two parts but I, like we said they when they reshowed it they did uh, reruns it was always like maybe they did it like one or something like that I'm not sure yeah really long episode but yeah. So- <laughs> So uh, I have two theories I'm going to I want to relate during the course of this recording. If I may give one now and then one pertains to the end. Um, have you ever seen First Blood? The Rambo? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I don't know if you uh, recall, but the uh, Michael Talbot, the actor who plays Sweetek on Mammy Vice, was also a deputy in that. So I have a theory that First Blood and Mammy Vice are in a shared universe. Because... If you recall in the in uh, Rambo or in First Blood, uh, when you know these these deputies are trying to hunt down Rambo in the forest, and he has all his elaborate booby traps, and so uh, Sweet Tech he was known as uh, Deputy Belford. He takes like he gets like spikes in the, in the thighs. That's how he gets taken out. So my my theory is that uh, that Deputy Belford he was very traumatized by the whole experience. He didn't want to stay. Or in Washington, I think, or Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted to stay in law enforcement, but he did not want to continue to live in that area because of bad memories. He wanted to get as far away as possible. So, you know, he took some time to recover because he had to because of his injuries. And so by 1984, he had relocated all the way to Miami, which is like the farthest point away from where he used to be and changed his name to a sweet tech. And he continued in law enforcement as, uh, as a vice detective. That's my theory. So it's a shared universe. That's, that, what do you think? That's, that's, that, that's yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, pretty pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. I like not, that. Not extremely stupid. No, it actually sounds pretty logical. So uh, yeah, that's believable. All right. So it's official now. I'm going to go on Wikipedia and I'm going to edit both of those sites. <laughs> make it make it official. You heard it here first. Thank you for letting me say. We that. need to. Uh, yeah, we need to have these. Uh, that'd be a good part for the show. Is the the vice effect also discusses possible uh, theories. Uh, oh, yeah, tie-ins, Shared interconnected universes, universes uh, well, actors, things. Just like we could talk about in this episode is has a very special guest star, Ed O'Neill. Oh, it does. Perhaps, yes. Perhaps there is some shared universe of uh, married with children, and That's, that was my second theory. Because remember, <laughs> oh fuck, what? No, it is. Let's go on. Wait, we can, we can just do it now. No need to wait. Well, well, I mean, I, I the ending. But I don't want to talk. I, I I feel like we're jumping way too ahead for this. Maybe we perhaps we should save it towards the end. Let's okay, let's talk we'll, the rest of the. We'll bite our tongues on that. Yeah, one. yeah, okay. yeah. But well, yeah, Ed O'Neill is a special guest, uh, one of many all stars that they will have uh, on this series. Uh, so yeah, it's basically he's, uh, well, Sonny and. Uh, and Ricardo are again undercover, as we're going to find out. Well, this has this has a couple of things going. It's like the first episode of like of the actual, you know, as a, con- a continuing series now. That's uh, why so- I really like this episode. It's very, um, 
you know, the first episode was more of like a revenge plot. Um, yeah. And it was really more focused on the story between um, Tubbs and his brother. This one, you get to really see uh, this like noir aspect of it. And, you know, with you, you probably watch a million noir films now with guns, dames and cigarettes. So, you know, this is a common um, like a common trope throughout noir movies. This one's very like uh, it's it's very dark. There's not really a lot of resolution within right. the story itself. Um, you don't have a, it's, yeah, it's bleak. You know, you don't, I mean? a, you don't have you don't have a satisfying outcome. No, no, and and it really it hits you like, uh, it's it's like, um, even the the title "Heart of Darkness" is an allusion to Joseph Conrad's novel. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's it's a very similar concept with, you know, Ed O'Neill being undercover and getting kind of taken in. He's kind of like, uh, oh, you he's, know, yeah, he's he's gone dark. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Not, not to, not to be punny, but yeah, I didn't mean that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's uh, Sonny and, and Rico are undercover the theater owners, adult theater yeah, owners. They got like twenty-seven up the coast. They're, they they say this a million times throughout the episode. If you notice, volume. They yep, keep saying yeah. we're trying to move volume. We're trying to get more volume. So they're really looking at some some seedy distributors, you know, within the. Uh, um, uh, the pornography industry, which is probably at the time actually booming in Miami, you know, right? And it was it was nice. They they, uh, they didn't stick with drugs. They with, with something else, a different aspect of the crime underworld. It's very vice, like vice. You know, deals with a lot of like prostitution, pornography. That's a very cool vice aspect of it, and it being like you know the first um, non uh, you know like non occurring storyline. There's somewhere they can really like introduce the the series as as something uh unique rather than just trying to catch you in with the pilot you know what i mean right yeah i I think this episode is a lot more entertaining as in in regards to the the pilot i just think it's a better episode in general yeah i well i think they realize oh we're gonna be doing this every week now it's uh let's let's clean it up although i have to say i mean for the opening credits they still had the same not not the the song me everyone became familiar with it was that earlier jan hammer version that was missing the guitar licks that you uh that you want but the uh at the very end there's like a really awkward it's a cut like an edit in the song it's just it just cuts worth i'll, I'll insert the specific audio because it just it, it bugged me it really bugged yeah. me a lot it, it makes sense and so that's see that was a little sloppy that i don't know how that got passed whoever to be on the show shame on them editors lazy day yeah <laughs> although it was you know maybe there was uh some some drugs going around the uh, the editing booth or something that day I'm, I'm sure i think they were actually shooting in miami on location so unless they took the studio cuts back to la to finish them off or nbc whatever new york maybe i don't know i'm sure they are you know dabbling a little bit in the, with themselves you know trying to get some uh uh uh, you know, invoke the actual spirit of Miami at the time. I don't really know the nicknames of cocaine. I was going to say we're going to enjoy some snow. That, that's... <laughs> um, I, I think that that counts, right? Yeah, that's okay. one of them. Sure, why not? It's a white Christmas or something like that. Ooh, having a white Christmas, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so they. Uh, I'm trying to. It's, uh, Sam Sam Kovics is the man they're trying to get to. That, yeah, that's they're, used, they're used teamed up with what's his name the, the 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 like the pawn in the whole scheme at first the Duncan guy the director he uh uh did you notice like okay so like they're at the they're watching a porno shoot it opens up with a porno shoot <laughs> very very awkward <laughs> very uncomfortable and yeah. I I wrote here in my notes provocative opening but yeah and sweaty very sweaty very sweaty <laughs> and, and it's good because you know it starts out it's logical you know she's She's a girl doing workout in that leotard thing, that Olivia Newton-John thing going on, uh, mm-hmm. doing it to the song. Uh, what Ooh, the tubes. I should have wrote down the song. What was oh, the I get the songs? She's a beauty by the tubes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that's playing. It's like almost the entire song plays as usual with the the songs in Miami Vice, and then the guy, the tough repairman. You think it's gonna be? She's gonna be down. Like he's like, oh yeah, I can't fix your air conditioner unless you know I have a little extra payment maybe you could possibly do she's like you take a personal check and he's like no personal checks yeah she's not down very uncomfortable (laughs) 
Very it awkward. Was... Su surprising for a 1984 that that a. Uh, I mean, it's, I know this is like a 10 o'clock primetime show, but even for Still, them, yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. I mean, like you're insinuating like a rape. Yeah. Porno scene, like you know, what I mean? he didn't yeah. even say that word, but yeah. Even when you find out it's it's supposed to be it's a scripted thing, it's still like, mm, yeah, yeah. Then it cuts and it's like cut, like you yeah. see, you know, Sonny and uh, Tubbs, but then 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 they get busted. The the site that they're like doing a payoff. They're giving the cash to um to Duncan, and he he's counting the money, and they're like Miami Vice. He, he runs. So slow, still counting the money. Like, oh fuck! Oh, I gotta no. make sure I'm gonna have the right amount of bills in here. Yeah, that was but, that was strange. Yeah, it was a weak bust. It was a very weak bust. Like, but but it was it was successful though. I mean, based was, on the previous yeah. episode of with uh, with Zito and Sweet Text uh, Antics, they uh, they did it right this time at least. Yeah, yeah, and and if you notice, they didn't fuck up in this episode like they did in the last episode. Remember, they showed up 20 minutes early. It wasn't. Is that wasn't Swiatek and Zito's fault when we get to that point of what happened? Yeah, I mean they're still they're still goofy. They they get they get schooled by uh, Tubbs later on on how to set up their little <laughs> their little deal. But so you, you get that they are always the comedy relief. Yeah. So yeah. So that basically they they set up a meet with uh, they get bailed out uh, because uh, oh what's his nuts there? Sam Kovics is the man down there, and he's but like two like two hours they're out again. Yeah, yeah. It's like the yeah. same day. Yeah, they, they were like they say later too. He's like that jail time that looked good. He's like, yeah, yeah that jail time. I did. Uh, I don't know about you. I did like the the white uh, Lincoln Continental they were driving around in. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's white in Miami. It's very uh, a very eighties Miami thing. I thought. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a driver who kind of talks here and there. You don't see his face, so he's kind of a a mystery man. If you if you didn't know. Yeah. Ahead of time, and you know it's it's not obvious who it is, but so you figured it's just some random guy. So he sees they're being they're being chased by the uh, or being tailed by the feds, and he loses them. Uh, so that ruins their meeting they were supposed to have with um, uh, Arthur Lawson. No, Artie Rollins. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, Artie Rollins. Yeah, he's he's like he's like the lieutenant of of Sam Kovics, and they're supposed to be meeting with him. And so they, they don't they can't happen because the feds mess it up and they get dropped off. And as they drive away, the, the porn director's like, You just met him. That was him. <laughs> now, now I he kind of had a the director, did he have like a he was kind of a mullet, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He had yeah. that like little like mullet thing going on. The and he had that that shirt with like the the huge rolled up sleeves. Yeah. I, I didn't even I didn't even make a note of that one just remembering it now. That was that was a solid look for the time, like you know, really open unbuttoned in the in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to say too, uh, I was crocky. He had the classic white suit with a blue, uh, blue sleeveless T-shirt for that one. Oh, you can hear my cat in the background. <laughs> Bonus cats. And Tubbs is looking pretty sharp. He had a tan suit, the white shirt, open like seven buttons in the front. He pretty is much. still sweaty too, if you've noticed. He's he's having a hard time handling the heat. Yeah, he's he's got to get get a dish those wool suits. Yeah, <laughs> got to note those fashions in there. So they're, they're, basically, what they're trying to do is. Uh, the FBI comes in uh, to their their station, like, and they mention that they're looking for looking for this guy, and so they, they kind of put two and two together. They figure out that the guy that they're supposed to be dealing with is an FBI agent who's deep undercover, who's gone who's gone rogue, basically. So they think. Yeah, no one's heard of him. He leaves his apartment, and yeah, but his he hasn't filed a report in three weeks. Yeah, he's yeah, because the the two the two oh, FBI agents come back. Yeah. And they're like, hey, remember what Crockett blows them off. He's like, yeah, you guys can cause more trouble. Or yeah, you guys can yeah, they, they do they, whatever they, they, they to threaten them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, called, he called their bluff, basically, right? <clears throat> yeah. I'm really bothered. Anything that's like up until about 84, 85 movies or TV shows, it was it seemed acceptable to have like super sloppy hair. Like, and not like I'm going to style it like this. It's just like, ah, you know, it's. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna take a shower, but I'm gonna like not wash my hair. Or there was this was like a thing. Like older gentlemen had this like gross, weird hair. Yeah, just not not my not my thing. I don't know if you have an opinion on that, but no, it's fair. It was like a casual look. It seemed like that they just like didn't do anything to it. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, it was. I don't know. That always bugged me for for like any any movie from the early eighties that had that. I want to punch my TV. <laughs> 
hate that hairstyle. I do. <laughs> they eventually they get the meeting with with uh, Artie Rollins, and so they meet him at a, at a restaurant, and it's Ed O'Neill, and he's uh, he seems to be a perfect gentleman. He's like, oh, well, let me bring you over to Artie um, to uh, excuse me to um, Sam Kovics, and so they have dinner and they're swapping stories. Another disgusting story about. How very they, we're very weird the underage girl thing and yes yeah, so casual well her mother came and then we just invited her to be in it too and it was a family affair <laughs> once again for 1984 tv you're kind of like even i was like sitting there i'm like wait what like yeah that's yeah. like that's something no. you hear like on you know like in a movie or something but even then that's pretty like pretty sinister like to be talking about among and those two girls just that <laughs> they think yeah. it's funny too you know the the girls with them, so oh, so awkward. But I did like I laughed at the next scene when when Artie Rollins he has to go meet someone outside about getting the payment, and that that guy's the guy to go meet his suit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was it's like checkered and like a huge collar. Oh, he was he was also gross. But the guy's like, oh, sorry, I was late with the payment. He's like, yeah, it's okay, it wasn't your fault. He takes the briefcase and he just like beats him up with it. And then he's I, I made a, the only quote I noted. As he's as Artie Rollins is kicking this poor guy, he's like, "Ah, oh, it's not my fault. I'm kicking the hell out of you." <laughs> I thought was was a very nice line. And then they uh, try to stop him, and he goes, "Don't don't you interfere with me again." He was actually kind of a little terrifying. Yeah, I that want, was. A, I wouldn't want Ed O'Neill to yell at me like that. I've never really seen Ed O'Neill do a role like that. You know, you expect him, especially people that you know know him as his comedy roles, or like even Wayne's World, his like creepy diner owner role, <laughs> which I love. But that, like I said, um, yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen. And he really, he really kills this role. I think. Yeah, as, he was intense. Yeah, very, very. Even beyond the yelling, he was like when he was serious. He was like, deadly serious. Yeah, yeah. So kudos to him for that. Yeah. So, and we have to mention too. Well, it's one thing that was disappointing. There was no Jamaican accent. This, uh, I know. This yeah. I, I felt so. like he tried to do it for a second and they forgot to edit that out. Maybe it was poor editing. Like they like one scene. He like, he's like, Oh, I'm doing the Jamaican accent. They're yeah. like, they're yeah. like, no, don't do it. Like it, it's like, he just tries to shoehorn in every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I should say that. He's like, yeah. you know, Hey, it's me. It's Jamaica. Right <laughs> yeah. near the beach. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, geez. So, yeah, there was, but we did have an Elvis sighting again. And this was a great Elvis sighting this time around. I missed it. Wait. Oh, no, 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 no. Elvis eats his, his, uh, yeah, Elvis eats his, uh, Buddy he Holly, like, uh, collection. Well, but even before that, he like terrorized the whole like boat neighborhood. He like trashed a bunch of people's oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was just a bunch of like discarded, half chewed up furniture and stuff on the docks. <laughs> but what's funny is like, I don't know if it's the guy who owns the dock or like just like he's like the manager. He's like having a laugh about it. Like, <laughs> you're, you're alligator. He's, he's terrorized all my clients. <laughs> See you later. Florida for you. Alligators. I guess so. Well, as Sonny Crockett does say, everyone's a little bit more laid back down here. He does say that. Oh, he tells, doesn't, he oh. says that to, to Tubbs in this episode too, doesn't he? He says, Yeah. Well, that's, that's, I forgot to mention early on is that they were, they're developing their, their partnership here. We don't know how long since the previous episode they've actually been, it has to be at least a couple of months because they talk about how they've been, you know, setting up this, they've been undercover for two months trying to, to nail this guy. Yeah. So, but because uh, Tubbs is complaining to uh, the lieutenant about his living conditions, I'm sure they made some arrangements for him that he's not liking. So he's still getting used to, you know, living in Miami now about getting lost on the Don Shula expressway. And yeah, but no, that, I think that's nice that they didn't just, you know, make it like he knows everything. Like he's There's like some continuity to the storyline. Yeah. yeah. He's adjusting to, to this new life. Although yeah. surprising too, if he, because what he did to get down there in the first place in the last episode, I'm sure, is like at, at the least a fireable offense. If not, you know, he probably yeah. should have been arrested for what he did. Because if he was like a road cop and he wasn't supposed to be down there, he shot people out of state. <laughs> he, <laughs> the lieutenant told... like like passes when he's talking to him about that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, you you broke violations to get down here. You know, whatever. This was your only option, basically, is what he's saying. You know getting away yeah. from new york yeah your only option was a clean slate in a different state yeah 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 <laughs> he shot it'd people be, in a different it'd be, state. it'd be funny if the lieutenant was like 
like not not exactly cryptic, but he's like, "What do I care? I'll be dead in a few episodes." And he just winks at the camera. <laughs> yeah. Earlier on, I just have to mention it too. They were they were going back to uh, they were funny in tubs. They were out, but they the car phone comes into play. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just love that they, they he runs over to his car to answer his phone all casual. <laughs> that's that's all. Well, you know, like you were saying with uh, the 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 lieutenant, he's he winks and says goodbye, yeah. like yeah. under under wraps. <laughs> but yeah. uh, when when we 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 get to see Edward James, almost, I'm like waiting for that that moment. So I'm yeah, I can't wait. I don't think we have to wait. I don't think we have to wait too long. No, I don't think it is long. I'm I'm actually that's like uh, I fucking love his character. We'll get into that later. Oh yeah, we'll I just gotta of... say that he's a, he's a really good character. <laughs> yes, he's super intense and serious. Got those skinny ties. Mm. I so saw him it, once, one one time, like at a convention. Just I didn't say anything to him. I just walked by him. <laughs> oh, was he yeah. wearing a skinny tie? Uh, no, I don't think so. He, More importantly, he, yeah. Did he, he have, did he have a mustache? He did. Yes. Oh, yes, they, he did. Yeah. At least that he has that going for him. Yeah. <laughs> I liked like too when they met at the restaurant. The first time they meet Ari Rollins. I don't know if you noticed that everyone they all had white shoes on. No, I did not notice that. Oh, not everyone's wearing that. white shoes everywhere. Yeah, which I don't know. Like especially if you're a cop in this line of work, they're gonna get dirty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they're wearing twelve hundred dollars suits. Those are gonna get dirty too. You know. And on a on a cop's salary. Like on a cop salary too, yeah. Driving a Ferrari with a car phone on a cop salary. Well, there's that one part. What is uh, what is what is uh, Crockett when they're meeting uh, Zito and Swiatek about the the setting up the you know the the TVs and all the undercover crap. Yeah. He says to him, you know, because they're trying to find out what happened to uh, they're trying to get information on uh, on Artie and uh, or uh, Lawson, Lawson, same people, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he says, what about that new van you got? Whatever to him. He says, what about the new van you got? And he says, uh, you know, you owe me a favor, basically. And he busted the oh, guys, yeah. the, unk, the 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 FBI agent's nephew for selling weed at a UB40 concert. Yeah. <laughs> That's a random reference. Yeah, yeah. So, Speaking and, on that scene, too, Sweet Text, his shirt, that scene. Do you remember his shirt? Was what was he wearing? Uh, it was, I guess it was a Hawaiian shirt, but it was yeah. That's what I was thinking. He usually always but, wears a Hawaiian shirt. But this he? one, this one was this was special. It was like <laughs> it looks it looks silky, and it was like I think it might have been like some type of like scene that was like like white from like the the chest up and like this like these blues on the way down. It was it wasn't it was a little tacky. I thought. I mean, <laughs> he and Zito usually I appreciate the fact that they're always like pulling weird owls and wearing Hawaiian shirts, but this one was. It was no good. He was he was a close second to my uh, who who dressed the worst for this episode. <laughs> put it that way. But I I, I always uh, Zito he like he had the the Hawaiian dress, but he also he just left him open with the uh, I will not use the uh, in, uh, insensitive terminology for a it's a white undershirt tank top undershirt, which goes yeah. by a, a certain name that it shouldn't. Oh, a wife beater. A wife beater. Yes. <laughs> I, I used to call them that without thinking. Like, wait a sec, that's really wrong. I I'm, 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 I live in Kentucky, dude. I mean, no, I mean, I live in Massachusetts and I said it for years and I'm like, ah, that's probably not a good idea to continue that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't frequently say wife beater. I just want you to know that. I just, <laughs> you know, just, you know, just drive around with the windows open yelling at wife beater all day while wearing one. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not that kind of guy, dude. <laughs> we should so, be getting to the murder, right? Right. This is where we're not quite. We, we uh they have another meeting with with Artie Rollins. They're supposed to bring him some some dough. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because he is an undercover fed, he checks on them and he knows they're detectives. Yes. Yeah. So he's trying to say like, you know, I have all this dirt on, on him, and but like, so why not just nail him now? And he's just like, I want to make sure he, you know, never gets back up. So he's, I think he's ignoring the fact that they recognize that he's in too deep, and he's, you know, he he likes that life. Yeah. That's the trying to well, Sonny isn't Sonny Crockett's trying to defend him because he because he himself knows he's always undercover. That's what I really like about this episode is because Sonny has this like uh, he has this just compassion for um, Lawson and it, yeah. it's like uh, 
everybody else is like, oh man, you know, like we got to take him down. Fuck it. Like whatever, like fuck his case. Yeah. But, but Sonny is really, really like compassionate with Lawson. He like, he like has this like uh empathy for him. Cause he knows what it's like. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he takes his undercover shit real seriously too. Yeah. I would have been funny if they actually, those little lines are like, fuck his case. There's like, everyone's just, <laughs> wow. It's just, they're like really going places in this 1984 series drama. He's dropping f bombs. That's some things I want to point out too about this show. As awesome as it is, there's that like feeling that you don't get enough violence, enough blood, enough like you feel like they should be saying like "fuck that asshole," like you know what I mean? Oh, like shoot his was, ass, kill yeah, him. If it was a, if it was a movie, or say say if this at the time, say if there was like a, like an AMC station. That would have been happening, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. If it would have come out now, yeah. like if they would have made Miami Vice now, it would have be like that, and that would be yeah. really cool. Like, well, they probably could, now? they could, but it wouldn't be the same now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if imagine if like '84 they were doing that, that would have been like groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, it really it would. Have. Yeah, you probably would have had like you know, some 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 bare bottoms perhaps as, as well. Yeah, yeah. Show. Yeah. That's a, a great thing. I was not going to say that. I was going to say maybe maybe some spread cheeks, perhaps. <laughs> maybe a little too far, maybe. But oh, there was something else too. I think when they one of the when they go to meet, uh, the first time they go to meet Artie, there was there was a montage. We had the, I, I like to note that there was a montage and or a flashback. So we had our this montage. This is my favorite montage, by the way. This is my favorite montage. I, I, Wait, it's your Devo, right? You're yes, the, going this, under. Yeah, the song was. Uh, it was. It was like, wow, this is like a weird, crazy song. I'd, I'd look up who it was because I didn't recognize it. I, I did like loading their guns and was that, but they were like, like you know, figuring out what they're gonna wear. It's like close up, like putting their nice watches on and their neck, yeah. like you know, their necklaces, and and then, and then they had more shots. I know they were recycled from the previous episode, but shots of the car. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 they could do that every episode, and I would love it. Those shots. Me too. Awesome. I, I even wrote down in my notes that like it, it had the like a really badass montage. Like you get to oh, see like yeah. the, the shining glare of the gun, the bullets getting loaded into the chamber, yeah. like, and Devo going under his plan, which is like a fucking awesome song. Like, and yeah. it's such a perfect song because it's going under, and they're literally undercover. It's a little on the nose, but still, <laughs> hey. still perfect for this episode. You know what I mean? It works. There's also uh, a little bit earlier. I think when they, I think we we, we kind of glossed over the uh, the the actress who's found at the uh, the the adult shoot is found dead later. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's, and it's presumed that she was murdered so she wouldn't, you know, get anyone in trouble that she wasn't. But I think when at some point when they were leading to that scene, it was uh, a song called "Missing You" by John yeah. Waite. Yeah, I'm yeah, missing yeah. you at all. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a. I mean, it was a. It made sense. It was a hit at the time, but I was like, "Oh, interesting choice there." There's always some like offbeat like song choices. I feel like like at like yeah. really awkward parts. Like you're just like that song doesn't really really fit there. Yeah, but you'll go with it. You know, they're just really trying to just like push the MTV yeah. thought. The, the kids, the kids are gonna love it. No, no, no. That 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 girl, the the Penny right, Penny McGraw was her name, right? That was her yeah. name. Uh, she was also. They mentioned she was 15 years old in with like when she's murdered. Oh like, yes, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh boy. And so they never explicitly say, like, "Hey, we're dealing with like some pedophile, like fucking porno type shit." But that's no, what I, what's basically going on. I, you know I think I mean? Artie does say when he's listing off all the stuff, all the dirt he has on Kovix. He I think he, he does say kitty porn. Oh, he does. He does. Yeah, he does. yeah. He's like, and murder, and yeah. So I gotta say is, too, serious shit like back then. Oh yeah, some serious topics. Can you? Uh, would you agree that Ed O'Neill has some piercing blue eyes? By the way, he does. He looks good in this this episode. He I'm, yeah, he, I'm not. A couple of his. Uh, I gotta say, a couple of his outfits though were a little more, uh, a little more disco tech than Miami yeah, he, 80. <laughs> bigger lapels. They're yeah. very. He's very lanky. Like he is a lanky you know man. Yeah, I mean the first suit he was wearing was fine at the restaurant, but then he had the open collar with like you know like a dark blue shirt and like the gray suit. It was. Did like he, he have I, a gold chain over that chest hair? Oh, uh, I think so. And the, the hair was slicked back. It wasn't as uh, not as modern as some of the as the younger hip fellas at the time. Yeah, you could tell he was a cop. Yeah, yeah a narc. <laughs> he was a narc. Howdy, uh, boys! <laughs> yeah, killing some porno. <laughs> 
I, I would have loved it too if in his apartment for some reason there was just like a collection of like shoe boxes as like a <laughs> oh a little foreshadowing maybe <laughs> but then like they're like what's up with these shoes like oh i don't want to talk like even like then like made him sad i don't want to talk about that <laughs> um okay so so they uh they're setting up another meeting now like but they're trying to work with Artie. like he's like yeah well okay we'll 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 take him down finally but Artie, who's out of his his other apartment which had a mirrored column in it which uh, they uh, which they made good use of for some of the shots yeah yeah which i liked that was clever that they did that uh but there was also because there was talk that like his uh his girlfriend was that they were supposed to be going to mexico so there was big suspicion that he was actually gonna skip town and they wouldn't be able to pull this deal off and and, and bag kovix so which yeah, added yeah. they added, were moving the um what they were moving their operations to mexico kovix was yeah. he had tickets bought in his name too yeah they added to the tension and uh, you know uh it was like everyone even more so against Crockett at that point. Although Tubbs did side with him. Uh, I yelled at the Lieutenant. Yeah. 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 The lieutenant yeah. Who, who gave him a second chance of being a police officer. And he's just like, Hey man, he's like, no. here's your 200,000 then or whatever. Yeah. Did he, was he, did he have the cigar? I don't think he had the cigar this episode. Did he? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he did. Yeah. I don't think he uh, did. I think what they should have done. Cause he was only in so many episodes. They should have like each time he's uh each episode he has an additional cigar. So you should have had two <laughs> in his mouth in this one, and then third episode you should have had three just like hanging out of his mouth. Or oh, they should have had the ash like keep growing and growing. And growing. <laughs> uh, or you just you want him to flick it, but he won't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would annoy me so much. I, I don't know if I could watch. I don't know if I could watch it then. It's like that shining scene with her cigarette ash. It's like gets longer and longer. Oh god, so awful. Yeah. Did you? Oh, sorry, it's, it's it's unrelated to this, but I, there was a Will Ferrell movie. I don't think it was made for theaters. I was it's El Casa de Mi Padre. No, I never saw that one. I never saw that one. There's just a scene. It was okay, but there was a ridiculous scene where well, I think he's in a bar talking to someone else who just literally keeps lighting cigarettes and like putting them in his mouth. So he has like five <laughs> cigarettes in his mouth, but they're having like a serious conversation. So that's, that's all. That made me think of that. I'm gonna have to watch that movie. <laughs> I think it's worth it's worth a watch. It's silly enough. You get to hear Will Ferrell's talking in Spanish the whole time. So there's that. So they uh, so they they set up a sting basically. They you know Artie comes through, and Tubbs is uh, he's he's, you know, he's he's wired. Now we have to uh, mention that earlier on when Sweet Tech and Zeta were setting up their uh, their little operation, they have like a, a real pro uh, tech. Where is it? I, I forget his name. Sorry to the actor. If you're listening, because I know you are, I didn't write like, it down. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's the best. I think he's he's a regular in the show, so maybe next episode I'll I'll have that prepared. But for whatever reason, when it comes time for this op, this sting operation, he's not available. So they have this other guy doing the uh, setting up the wire, and he's like, oh, don't worry, it's gonna be perfect, and everything seems fine at first. They test it out, no problem. So they get in the, this limousine with the Artie to make the deal. Coex is in there, and then there's another thug. And uh, so the police are following at a safe distance, and we start having a uh, little static issues, a little reception. Love this scene too. Fucking love this scene. It is a good scene. Um, actually, with because music starts playing through the uh, little bit, but it, that was a, it was something that Jane Hammer made. It was like a that drum. was that's what I was wondering what song it was because it yep. sounded like a very familiar riff. Yeah. So I was like wondering what it was, and that that part you're like fuck man that dude yeah. fucked up you know what i mean yeah also i have to mention too for this is a uh, crockett's uh his coat here it looked like uh, it was white but it had those blue stripes on it with like pretty big shoulder pads like bigger than his his standard white i'm sorry i mean i'm always gonna interject with the fashion i gotta get it in there i feel bad that i kind of like i just like when i see them I'm yeah. always seeing them wearing the same thing. They're like cartoon characters. You know what I mean? Like you look in their, <laughs> yeah. their closet, it's the same, same exact clothes. And yeah, I feel bad because I know it's not because that was like a known thing. Their oh. fashion was a big deal. Like I'm sure wearing. I make, I'm probably going to get fashion fatigue at some point, but for the moment I'm like, ah, yes, I'll, I'll like, <laughs> I'm like pausing it. I'm like making like the detailed notes. Like he's wearing this, no socks, white shoes. <laughs> Gotta do it. He also had the pink shirt on underneath that one too. Oh, and I have to mention it because before I forget, when they back at the restaurant when they met, you no know, Crockett was little. He had like a dark, like a bluish gray suit, 
but his shirt was like almost mesh. It was like black, kind of see-through. Yeah. So that's perfect shirt to wear. <laughs> First off, perfect shirt to wear when you're meeting like this like big time businessman. But that that was that was ridiculous. <laughs> but but you know he could pull it off. So good on him for that. So yeah, so they they they're made. They're found out, and it, it's like the slowest chase scene. It's like like ten police cars, but they're going like thirty. <laughs> he's like he's like yeah. He's there's about eighteen patrol cars yeah. coming right after. He's like, I don't see yeah. him. <laughs> I don't see him. That guy's got the quickness with the gun too in the middle. The, yeah, just the the unknown thug right there. Yeah, he's he's, he's like itching. He's like oh, I gotta kill someone. He's probably yeah. like waiting. He's like yes, finally. Yeah. What I do like, which I don't recall seeing anywhere else you, you know you have the classic you know one car makes it over the drawbridge and the rest don't but it's a limousine yeah funny though they did it from like a head-on shot so i i assumed it was a limousine but uh this isn't skipping ahead at the end credits they did the the classic freeze frame on scenes from the show and it's a side shot of like a regular car jumping yeah yeah Which, uh, did you, was that in the show <laughs> that ep- the episode I read something about they, it was an alternate shot of the car jumping. So I don't know if they were able to pull off making us think that was a limousine making the jump. Cause I thought it was the actual limousine making the jump. That's what I thought too. Was it, or I thought maybe they were just showing a blooper or something or yeah, or a cut scene, but it, it, I'm like, why did they show this at all? Why did they reference it? Yeah. I was like, maybe this is just shit that goes on in Miami all the time back maybe. then. I don't know. Or there's like, maybe like they like the mess of the audience or like throwing like a random shot. Like, you know, the next time it's going to be like, like rocket tubs, it's like eating spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> like, like their face is covered in sauce. <laughs> he's got like a bib on, and he's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> bib, yeah, bibs, no shirts, but they're also wearing top hats. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? If they ever start the show again, that's we can submit that as a suggestion. I, I we just need to write the show. We just, re- how about we just rewrite the show my, each episode? My, Miami Vice fan fiction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I would do that. I really would. I would. Let's let's, let's get cracking. <clears throat> Can you uh would you uh, do that in one of your uh, magazines? <laughs> I've actually been working on this. Is just I've I've been working on this idea for a long time, um, called Rex Grips, um, or Vice Grips, and the character is Rex Grips. He's a cop from Miami, mm. and it's basically the same thing as Miami Vice, just um the guy is just like, he's a, just a raging like Coke addict ex cop and uncovering some kind of like, uh, um, you know, child porn ring thing. And it's like, oh. kind of like true detective mixed with Miami vice, but there's also uh Martian bikers. Uh, Ooh, nice. I like that. Shit. Yeah. So this is a whole bunch of just like, just bullshit that just goes into, but yeah, I've been working on it for years. It's like, I just nice. never, never really, can you, really uh, wrote anything down yet? Can you incorporate someone eating spaghetti and meatballs in a top hat? I, I think that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be the opening scene of Rex. Nice. And he's going to be like, you know All what right. I mean? It's he, has, he has a top hat that he wears, especially when he eats his spaghetti and meatballs. No other time. He's like, my top hat. <laughs> so anyone listening for this Miami Vice talk has just heard that. And they're like, I'm very confused. Like, what is, what's happening right now? <laughs> All right, so they uh, yeah, so they clear the bridge. Everyone else is 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 stopped. Uh, so they uh, they get to this loading dock somewhere, and um, an execution is going to take place. The, the thug who's got that uh, he's got that itchy trigger finger. He, he wants to do it, but uh, Kovacs is like, no, no, Artie, you can do it. You can do this, and you're part of the family because they yeah, don't yeah. they still don't suspect that he's uh you know, anything, anything bad for them, which I thought was weird. Cause he says he's like mistakes happen. He's uh fucking, uh, Kovics. Kovics. Yeah. Kovics is very, very just chill about the whole situation about there's yeah. two cops in here that possibly know a bunch of crazy shit. He's very nonchalant about not being chased by the cops. He's like, I'm just going to kill you guys. No problem. Hardy. It's all, it's all good. You didn't yeah, need he, any harm. He's, he's even like, I don't know who you're with, but you're dead. Yeah, but then yeah. like he, well, he, I guess in that position, you someone's always going to be after you. So yeah, yeah. So so, so Artie's got the gun. He's got the gun, right? And he's about to do him in. Yeah, it, it, it was so funny. Like I think that if this happened in real life, all the good guys would be dead. <laughs> he yeah. just throws it to uh, who's he throw it to Tubbs? No, he throws it to Crockett. Yeah, yeah. And, but it, it, he should have. He should literally could have been like catch and then thrown it. <laughs> 
It was like the worst catch ever, like yeah. a hand toss. And you'd think that T- or Crockett would be good at that shit because he's a fucking football guy. You know what I mean? He'd be like, right. go long. Oh, although he, he probably he said a gun with a safety off being thrown at him. It's, you know, <laughs> ooh, real scary. Uh, so, yeah, they have a shootout. The, uh, the limbo driver has a. Semi- so this is this is episode two. Another shootout ending with a shootout. That's so fine with to, me. we need to tally that. I'm going to tally that on my notes. Yeah, and also it's also down by the docks too. Down the by the one. docks, down by the docks. Shootout. Uh, you actually you actually keeping track? Yeah, I'm writing it down right now. Oh, nice. Shootout docks. Cool. Got it. Down. Again. Yeah. <laughs> again. Again. One thing I noticed, and I, I read afterwards, this was a, a, a like a goof. Um, when Tubbs is shooting, he shoots seven consecutive times. But I guess the type of gun he had. Was it had a five bullet chamber, which they show earlier in the episode? Yeah, yeah. When they're doing the montage, he's loading the bullets. I never five. noticed that he only sh- he shot seven when he only had five. Yeah, I, mean, I thought maybe he had a different gun or something, but you never know. Like that was his his whatever his pistol, so his revolver. What if what if the last two were actually just him yelling bang bang? <laughs> had a little. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So they. They, you know, good guys prevail, but Ellie Kovic, he just goes back into the limousine. He doesn't like make a run for it. Yeah. So does he? Did did they get him, or did he die in the car? Or I think we have to presume that he died. I mean, did you see Artie with that gun? He was like, <laughs> oh yeah, it was pretty awesome. But yeah. I, I, I love that part too. By the way, he just like yeah. starts going ham, and they're like, hey, easy, yeah. easy but trigger. At the same time, though, he like ruined the case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was his way of revenge, but I don't know. They, I guess they couldn't really be mad at him because especially Crockett knows what he's been through because he tells him enough. I know what you've yeah. been through. Yeah. Also, something I, I regret not doing. I, want, I should have had a, a count of how many times he calls someone pal <laughs> because that's that's like his thing, calling people pal. Yeah. But alas, I didn't. Oh, well. We know it's going to happen at least once every episode. But that's really it. The uh, you know the the next morning they're still there. The feds come to collect Artie. At this point, I don't know if you did it earlier. But one of the feds is wearing a powder blue suit, which that was it. It wasn't good on him. He's like, <laughs> oh, I, I see how they've dressed down here. Let me go to the, the local suit store and get me a powder blue suit. It wasn't a because he had the he had the bullshit hair with it. It just wasn't a good. He was, he was too old to try to pull that off. It was a bad day for hairs, like that day too, by the docks. You know, there's that sea breeze blowing that yeah. bird's nest everywhere. Even even when they're, when they're talking to Artie's wife, all the pictures of them together, his hair was Al Bundy hair in those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> I noticed those pictures. He looked very happy. <laughs> yes, he did. That was his old life. There was a sad part too when they're talking to Artie, you know, and they're trying to like, you know, understand what happened and basically they're like you know he's just like i'll i'll, I'll take the heat from the feds uh obvious yes you will <laughs> it was you <laughs> we, we, we tried to say we had something to do with your, your <laughs> what if they're like whoa easy hardy yeah, yeah, yeah. come on we didn't have anything to do with this shit like <laughs> but, but he, he admits he's yeah, like, yeah yeah i took the ride I, I he was hooked he said he never killed anybody so did that mean he didn't kill? Uh, he had to kill that motherfucker. Well, maybe before that, he said, "Yeah, never murdered anyone." But I guess before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he, he was genuinely, genuinely surprised about uh, that girl. What was her name? I forgot. Uh, the McGraw girl, Penny. Penny, Penny. yeah, about yeah. her death. So yeah, but yeah, so they they bring him in from for his briefing, and then on then they're at the bar. All the uh, the vice squad are at the bar having a drink. Case closed. Oh. I always get pissed that they're like never like like it's like Crockett and uh, Tubbs are they're too good for beer that always pisses me off. They're always drinking shots or liquor. Yeah, and I'm just like, you guys, come on, have a beer with everybody else. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know about Tubbs, but you know uh, Crockett, he's probably maybe he has to drink that stuff. He gets the hard stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although that that would fit in like, with the image of you know expensive car, expensive suits. That's what I was gonna say. They're, I mean, drinks. He's driving, driving Ferraris. I mean, and wearing yeah. Armani suits. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be wasting his time. He's just always babysitting a shot um, too. He's just sitting there, you know. Well, he he was up until uh, Lieutenant comes over. That's true. That's true. Now he said he just got a call. Did someone call him at the bar, or did he come down? Do you think he came down from their police station? 
was good enough in the police station. Maybe, maybe. Or I mean, back then people were like, "You got to call." Like they know where you're at. That was like a hot spot for the maybe uh, the hey, squad. I think maybe because he was, you know, he couldn't pull it off of the fashion. Maybe he had the trendy like portable phone to get a call on the big. Yeah. Had to pull the biggest line antenna out, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe but, he had that. What's what's the what's the bad news? Well, uh, that uh, Hardy killed himself. He, he did hung himself. He called his wife and then went in the men's room and yeah. yeah. That's some fucked up shit. That's sad. It man. is. I mean, this is this is a downer episode. It was. It was. And I'm really. I love. I love the the bad endings. I love the non happy endings in these. And and yeah. this is also like we talked about. You know. The freeze frame it ends with like kind of their faces you know yeah, like, like surprised. and then sonny like takes he just downs his shot like, yeah yeah he needed that one he really did yeah because so i feel like he saw it coming you know he, he, he yeah he, happen yeah so now the, the second theory we can now discuss he didn't die i guess he right didn't, he, he didn't die already he didn't die witness protection program yeah al bundy Yep, you're gonna to move to this uh, Chicago suburb. Yeah, um, you're gonna live with this woman and her two horrible woman and her two horrible kids. <laughs> uh, you're gonna sell shoes and you're gonna like it. <laughs> Your new name is Al Bundy. Is it? Gets, I think it's uh, Alan, Alfred, Aloysius. I'm gonna Aloysius Bundy. <laughs> That's what I think. And uh, yeah, and again, you know, time wise, that was '84, so maybe he was bouncing around for a bit, and then by '87 he got settled. Because that's when Mary told him started. So that's also in the shared universe. We got two connections already in one episode. All right. Rambo, Barry with children. So Rambo also shares by by connection the same universe as um, Married with Children. And it's it's fine as long as like the locations don't crisscross. We got we yeah. have, we got the we got the you know we have the the northwest, we have southeast, and we now have the middle of the country. Okay, so I'm gonna write this one down too. This is next, this is gonna be a big web yeah. on my. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Next week you're here. gonna have a map behind you with some with some uh, red and some tacks going. Okay, so Rambo, <laughs> um, married with children. Got it down. Feel 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 free to keep score at home too. Uh, maybe we can make up some scorecards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have everyone follow along. Yeah. So uh, a couple things now. Did you have a did you have a definitive favorite? Uh, attire since we've discussed some from this episode. Well, I feel really bad again because I, I didn't pay attention as much, but now that I think about it, I'm always digging um, Zito and Switek. I'm always thinking they're always looking cool. I try to dress like that myself. I wear Hawaiian shirts, you know, especially yeah. in the summer. I got a lot of Hawaiian shirts and, you know, you said silk. I have a coconut silk one, so I'm going to go with those guys, you know. That's nice. Yeah. I'm just curious. Already Hawaiian shirts, are they from Hawaii? No, dude, they're oh. from like uh, Walmart. <laughs> that, that, that's where that's where mine have been. But I actually, have one from Hawaii. Really? Like, really? Like, my, we got to go to go on our honeymoon there, so obviously you had Hawaii, to go. I, I had a place called Hilo Hatties. I don't know if it exists anymore. I think the the one we went to had a few locations. That one was closing, so I got a good deal on it too. I also got a T-shirt. It's a, I think it's a, it's supposed to be a coffee bean with arms and legs, and it says "Go for the gold." I don't know what it meant, but I was like, "Yep, that's six bucks, sure." That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm I I gotta go with uh, even though it was ridiculous, I got Crockett's uh, his kind of see through black shirt because that was just so. I think ridiculous. I remember that scene. I think I was like, "Is he wearing a mesh shirt right now?" <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I'm sure, and I bet it was sleeveless too. No, you know it was. You know yeah, it was. That's his style. Uh, worst dress. Worst dressed. Yeah. Uh. Dude, let me think just the feds they're just always looking lame they always they're just like you know they don't need to any they have no part being in there they should have just left and walked out around those people yeah, that's yeah. like walking up wearing that's like walking up to the red carpet you know wearing like some like kmart dress or you no know, something like that you know what i mean yeah or it's like you know going to a restaurant and athleisure wear like people do these days yeah yeah I'm, it is it is i'm not a, i'm not a fan of or, or pajamas like it, you you can't be bothered to put on jeans to go food shopping. You got to wear your fleece plaid pajama pants. I mean, if you have a reason, if you have a reason, fine. But lazy's not uh, a reason. I don't know how Massachusetts is, but I don't know if you guys have Kroger's up there. You guys got Kroger up there. What do you guys? What what's your department or your uh, grocery stores? Uh, our, no, uh, I've heard of Kroger's. We have our main ones. We have let's see, we got um, Market Basket. We got Stop and Shop. 
Star okay. Market. We got some uh, Shaw's, uh, Roach Brothers. See, I'm sure you know what it's all about. We when I go into Kroger's, it's the same same thing. People in pajama pants, people that look like they're just like Crocs. Yeah, Crocs. You know what I mean? Looking just slimy, but the, hey, they got their mask on. You know what I mean? Hey, that's yeah, as long as they have the mask on. But <laughs> otherwise, yeah, the, the the rolled out of bed look is uh, yeah, that's no thanks. They've got that hair you're talking about too. That just like. Well, that's because they just got out of bed. Yeah, that's it's the '80s '80s Fed hair. Yeah, it is. Oh. It really is. <laughs> uh, I I didn't like the uh, the checkered suit guy. Yeah, I didn't like that guy I think, either. I mean, he he deserved the beating. Yeah, he, he did. Got. Just for that. That's why he was actually beating him up. It was for that fucking suit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the money was there, but no, you just look. You look terrible. He even, I think that uh, Artie was actually like in like a deleted scene. I'm sure he said it's not about the money. Yeah. <laughs> it's about the suit. Oh, it probably was. All right, and I actually, uh, I did a death count. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, we had three. Three we deaths. Just, we had Penny, overdose, Penny. quote yep. unquote overdose. We had uh, the Bloomo driver got shot. I think he got shot by like, Crockett or Tubbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. I forgot he got shot when he's like trying to get by the uh, yeah by the limo. Yeah, yeah. And then we assume Kovic's got. We have to. He had to have been killed. So, I think that was it, right? No one else died. No, no, I don't right. think so. All right. What about the what about the shooter guy in the the middleman in the limo? He got knocked out. I, I Tubbs knocked him out. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, because he. I, I assume. I don't think they would have shot an unconscious man. You never know. It's Miami yeah. Vice. That's right. Oh, I slipped. I don't know. <laughs> I think that about wraps it up. We uh, covered all the bases, gave our theories. Yeah. It's a good episode. Oh, it also, I, I, my last thing, ridding it from realistic to ridiculous. I think it was pretty realistic. I do. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, there's definitely, you know, the exaggerated shootout. There's some the gun thing, the limo jumping over the, uh, the truck. Oh. But he did call. He did call and let them know that they're coming. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And yeah. the, the a vehicle, what vehicle? I know we didn't have a lot of vehicle choices in this one. Uh, what was? Were they in the black? The black? Uh, I thought it was dark green. The, the Ferrari? Yeah, yeah, dark, dark green. Yeah, yeah. That, you, you stick with the Crockett mobile? Always, always, yeah. Oh, uh, I, I just because it went over a drawbridge, I the limo, the limousine. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> but what if it was? If I knew it was coming, I would assume it would have the sunroof. So I, I would get up, like you know with my arms out and hold on to the roof with my head sticking out and I'd ride over that way and hopefully not die. <laughs> All right, then until next time, bust out your black mesh sleeveless shirts and your, your white shoes and jump a, a drawbridge in a limo. Why don't you? Miami Vice. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, I'm kicking no. the hell out of you either, right? And pull out. You're going to kill him. Don't you... Never interfere with me again! <laughs>